0: Welcome back to the New York Gun Guys Podcast. My name is John.
1: My name is Taylor.
0: Taylor. Yeah, man. We also have uh, Captain Steve-O on the controls. Yeah. Producer Steve-O, there he is. He's looking good. I can only see the back of his head, but I think he looks okay. Better than seeing the top of his head. Um, yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see any part of his head. <laughs> so, uh, Taylor, you did something... Fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, I did, man. And this, over the weekend. this warranted its own yeah. s- special episode. Yeah, I
0: think we're gonna try to do maybe two episodes a week. Right. We're gonna try. Yeah. Um, we're always gonna do our Monday episode. I think we're gonna do like a kind of like maybe a current events type yeah. thing, like midweek or anything prominent that pops
1: up laws, yeah. and so that way it doesn't extend the time on the original yeah. Monday episode, right. so it's not
0: like a two hour long podcast. Yeah, because what we're kinda and what we're kinda seeing is like some crazy shit will happen. We're recorded, and like, a week goes by, and it's, like, not exactly news anymore. Yeah, it's not relevant. Um,
1: People, you know, already get their information on it. So we'd like right. to stay
0: relative and, you know, relevant and topical. Yeah, so, um, Taylor, tell me what you, uh, what you did, because this is, this is fucking cool.
1: Well, uh, this past weekend, I turned 30, which, you know, it was a big Damn, deal. It's I know I'm old. Uh, old. soon <laughs> soon-to-be-born son, and... Yep. So... I did what any good responsible adult did, and I drove five hours to Pennsylvania and shot machine <laughs> guns.
0: Awesome. Yeah,
1: I know. It was a blast. And it's not my first time doing it either, um, which is very fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, me and some friends, we uh, we heard about a uh, machine gun shoot going mm-hmm. on in PA. And the, the the to backtrack, the first one I did last year was in West Virginia. We, okay. Drove seven hours each way, God. just to shoot machine guns. I mean, and that was plenty of people. With that you. was my first time ever shooting them, and it, mm-hmm. let me tell you, that was just um, a little event in a private range. Not a lot going on. Not a lot of people. Oh, so this wasn't the same. I thought
0: I thought this was the same. Uh...
1: Um, well, I'll get into that. Okay. But the first one I went to, it was just one. Um, they were a, a manufacturer, an FFL SOT, so they were a manufacturer of machine guns and and things, and they mm-hmm. they. Went out to a private range, brought out their fine selection of machine guns for you to rent, you know, shoot, and then um, we went home. But it was just them. It was just one company. I'm going to say company, manufacturer, uh, dealer. Yeah, one dealer. That did that. This, though, this past weekend was an actual event at this place called the Shooter's Gauntlet in Monroe, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Now, when I say it was an event, it was was a fucking event. Yeah, I saw some (laughs)
0: videos. How many like groups. I mean, how many guns do you estimate? Oh my god. Like machine god. guns were actually there. Oh my there?
1: god. Like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of guns. I mean, I would honestly say probably in the neighborhood of like, you know, 600 firearms were there. Wow. I mean, honestly, just it was amazing. So what what this place was, it, it's like uh it's a private facility that does things like uh like, they have a shooting range, but they also do things like adventure mm-hmm. shooting. Like, you could shoot from zip lines, and they have obstacle what? courses, like Tough Mudder. Yeah, like, you know how people do, like, I've Tough Mudder. I've never, ever heard of that. Yeah. You know how, that?
0: Pe- <laughs> you know how people do, like, Tough Mudder <laughs> it's races? It's like action hero shit. Yeah. 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 They, you could do that with firearms, yeah, where Holy you can
1: shit. go do, like, an action course, like, run through obstacles, yeah. and, and sh- do shooting as well. Wow. It's It's a really... Intru- I, I didn't do any of that this weekend, yeah. but that's a... I would love to do that. It's this. a facility that, that it, has yeah. that. But mainly... And that's it in was, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Monroe, Pennsylvania. And um, the... Now, the actual machine gun shoot. So, right. picture about maybe 50... Like, you know, like those barbecue tents, like those pop-up tents. Yeah, that, like an easy up. Yeah, an easy yeah. up. Picture about 50 of them in a, in a line. Yeah. A couple hundred people, mm-hmm. you know, attendees.
0: And you said, and, like, 600 different guns? I or? mean, just... And it's not only rifles, right? No. Okay. I saw a video. There was like a fucking... Yeah, you want to talk about it? It's just so, some cool I'm, I'm getting into it. I'm getting shit. into yeah, it. I'm it's getting just, into it. It's super I'm, exciting. I'm painting it's the awesome. picture. Yeah. So
1: it's more like an event. And what they do is they sponsor people and companies. Hey, use our range. Use our facility. Blow up cars. Cut trees <laughs> in half. You know, blow up tannerite. And uh, people could come and watch. And some companies, manufacturers, FFLs, brought Firearms for you to rent to shoot machine Mm -hmm. guns. Um, A lot of it, though, was private individuals that brought their collections out to use the range facilities. So, you know, I walked up to some people and, you know, I would ask them, hey, are you, you know, renting firearms? They're like, no, no rentals. I'm like, okay. Okay. And he was shooting a Sturmgewehr, which was badass. So it was just really cool to watch. I mean, guns that you would never see in real life. So
0: you're saying it was like an event. These people could shoot. Their guns at other yeah. ranges and stuff, but like this was kind of like a meet.
1: Yeah, it was basically like a meet. The range, like, like similar provided. to a car meet. Yeah. Bring what
0: you have, meet other people, show yeah. off what you have. Okay, buy, sell, trade right. parts, yeah. okay, magazines, cool.
1: accessories. Right. I mean, there were machine guns for sale. Mm-hmm. Which, um, you know, for people who don't know, you can. Depending on your state laws, buy machine guns. Mm -hmm. It's not a huge deal. They just, yeah, transferable pre 1986 machine guns cost a crap load of money. There was a very nice Thompson for sale there for like 30 grand. Yeah, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, so it's not a cheap thing to get into if you're interested in NFA. NFA is the National Firearms Act, which regulates things like machine guns, uh, short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns, suppressors, destructive devices, Mm -hmm. and any other weapons. so when I got there, for example, I'll paint the picture. We rolled up, we parked the car, and all I heard in the background was just a, a roar. It sounded like like the beginning <laughs> of it, like an alien abduction yeah. movie, like a Hans Zimmer score. Yeah. And we went, we got there, and it was actually cool. I'd like to give a shout out to a company called DNA Guns. Mm-hmm. They're on Instagram, Facebook. You could look them up. They're out of West Virginia. They actually, I won tickets to this machine gun shoot through them in an Instagram contest. Unrelated to the New York Gun Guys podcast. They had a photo caption contest, and I won tickets. Which oh, nice. It actually kind of coincided with my 30th birthday, yeah. which was kind of cool. So, big shout out to them. Great people. Awesome people.
0: What's the, what's the ticket price to get in?
1: It was like $20 for the day. Oh, that's not or bad. Or you, if you pre-purchase, it's $20 for the weekend. Oh. So, it's actually... So, how many days? It's three days? It was days? two days. Okay. So, we went on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And when you walk up... I mean, when we were checking in, signing a liability waiver, making sure we had our eyes and ears, I mean, there was just billows and billows of black smoke just mm. and i'm like S- some vehicle is on fire over right. there <laughs> right yeah. just clouds of smoke and you just hear explosions and all this cool stuff <laughs> so you walk in and it's literally just a line of like 50 easy up tents yeah just people shooting machine guns and um shooting them at cars. yeah and shooting and them at cars, cars shooting are- them at they have like targets that are set up. Some have Tannerite in it, so when yeah. you shoot it, it blows up. Tannerite is a, a binary explosive that's perfectly legal for people to buy. Mm-hmm. Two parts, you mix them together, and then it detonates on impact from a high-velocity you know, firearm, right. like a rifle round or a right, pistol right. round. That's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, now, just being there was just uh, you know an incredible experience. I mean, yeah. when you talk about like just heavy automatic gunfire... <laughs> I mean, you hear it in movies, and, and there's a lot of veterans out there that yeah. can attest to it. You're yeah. like, holy crap. Right. And the first thing I thought of was, you know, veterans who, let's just say back in the day, even like World War II, Vietnam, who mm-hmm. would just be in this kind of environment with no hearing protection. Just Yeah. It's for, crazy, man. I, it, really, it really kind of sobers you up to that shit. Oh, man. of course. Um, but getting into the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, walking around, we, we walked up and down the whole line first. I mean, I saw a, amazing mm-hmm. firearms. Mm-hmm. I mean... At the end of the line they had m134 miniguns wow you know the the fully automatic yeah. electronic gatlinger right. uh dishka heavy machine guns mm-hmm. so and, like anti-aircraft guys? yeah anti-aircraft a- m2s there was a guy that had a quad m2 setup that yeah. you like sat in it was like an old <laughs> anti-aircraft thing did you um, shoot that no i didn't have enough money for that and that's yeah. another thing too to shoot these it's kind of pricey um, but it is an experience. Yeah, let me you, tell you. You buy
0: the ammo and then yeah. you shoot it through their guns. Right,
1: so basically the way it works is like they charge you to shoot a magazine. They'll, yeah. You know, it's like $30 a magazine, which some right. people are like, oh, I'm never going to shoot it. A... That's a ridiculous. Listen, dude. You shoot a machine gun, your face, my, and I'm not even exaggerating, mm-hmm. my my face hurt from the amount of smiling that I was doing. Yeah. Just the laughter, yeah. just the smiling, just the sheer enjoyment that I got out of being there. And yeah. honestly, it was really cool. There was a lot of historical, there was cannons, people brought out Maxim guns, Vickers guns, mm-hmm. um, new and old stuff. I mean, people had, like I said, one guy was shooting a Sturmgewehr, right. which was really cool to see. Um, all different kinds of HKs, Colt light machine guns which are really cool. if It's like an open-bolt M16 with a heavy barrel and a big square handguard. Um, I mean, just the list goes on and on. I mean, seeing a go is pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. the 12.7 by 108. Uh, usually, seeing on the back of Toyotas and Haji
0: shooting at it, you know. So, um, on, on the low end, like, price-wise, what are you looking at as far as, like, if you went there and you were like, you know what, I want to shoot one?
1: Honestly, like... It,
0: Picture, like what is does it start? Like just from what I you've mean, seen.
1: Honestly, like the cheapest, you know, it's basically like thirty dollars for a thirty-round mag. All right. I mean, you know, depending on the gun, like whether you shoot an M. Imp- like the mm-hmm. um the now, the the manufacturer that I shot a lot of guns from there was, like I said, a, a company called DNA Guns. Awesome guys, and they had a really nice selection of armaments. Um, everything from belt-fed weapons, mm-hmm. machine pistols. Uh, you know, true assault rifles, uh, fully automatic. You know, um, and it was it was really cool. So like, you know, on the low end, it's going to cost you like thirty bucks a mag to shoot.
0: Yeah, which to a lot of people might seem like a lot, like a dollar a round. Holy shit! But look, the experience that that is. I mean, you're probably unless you go to another machine gun shoot, you're probably never going to have that experience again. No, you're not. And Um, it's one
1: of those things where like you. It, it, you you want to you spend the money and it is an experience yeah. if
0: if you're into firearms right. i mean i wouldn't i don't know about taking like a random person there and them like they're probably not going to be as no, excited as no. you will be to do this and it's going to seem like a I waste mean, of money to them
1: to me just walked around now one gun there which uh, i really wish i had shot in hindsight but At the time, I just couldn't really swing it. It was a Finnish L39 Mm -hmm. 20mm anti-tank rifle. Yeah, and how much was that around, you were telling me? $95. God damn, dude. And you know what? It's one of these guns I just drool over. I just find them Mm -hmm. so interesting, so historic. Right. And in hindsight, I'm like, man, you know, I should have just spent the money. But that was like almost half the money I brought for that. And I just would have been like... (laughs) Boom, and, and then it all right, down yeah, that blow dream. your load yeah. real quick. You know yeah. what I mean? No, exactly. And but in hindsight, I'm, I'm like, no, it was my money. 30th birthday. Maybe I should have just done it. You know, mm-hmm. well, when am I going to shoot next year, man? Yeah, there is next year. I mean, hopefully, maybe they'll be uh, finish all 39 bodies. I'm, I'm there. sad
0: because I was working, and yes. I would have loved to go. Oh, and dude. just the way it worked, I work, I, I work uh, overnight, so like just kind of like the way it would have worked out, I would have been awake for like 48 hours oh, yeah. straight, and I can't do my job on being awake for 48 hours. It could be dumb, but it's dangerous. So. Right, exactly. Especially somebody in your position. Right. I wouldn't want to put that on you. Yeah. Um,
1: but, you know, getting into now, let's just say the environment that we were in. So, mm-hmm. honestly, it was like the safest place on planet Earth, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. with all the machine guns and all the explosions. Right. The range was super strict with safety, lots of RSOs, mm-hmm. lots of communication, mm-hmm. timed breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the people that... You know, you don't, they just don't hand somebody a machine gun and say, have at it. Right. Like, there was a guy that was standing behind me, you know, making sure the gun didn't go up in the air. I didn't fall yeah, over. I saw, I saw and, they had their hand
0: on your back to make yeah. sure the gun didn't pop up. Right. Or, you know, and, yeah.
1: I know my way around a gun. And right. for somebody that doesn't shoot a machine gun the first time... You know, it does... you got to learn how to
0: manage it. Of I'm course. not
1: saying I'm like John Wick or anything, but you're like, oh, okay, this is what this well, feels like. Well, it's just like. a
0: new thing that you don't... Yeah, exactly. You don't know what it feels like. You don't know what to expect, so... Exactly. That makes sense, yeah. So, um, for
1: example, some of the guns that I shot, or the guns that I did shoot this weekend, was a, an M14, mm-hmm. an actual, you know, select fire M14, 308, right. or 762-51, right. uh, a Polish AKM, which is, mm-hmm. you know, full-auto AK-47. Right. I shot a uh, MP5 uh, SD, which is the suppressed model. Mm-hmm. I shot a uh, XM177, which is basically a Vietnam-era Shorty AR-15, M16, rather. Mm-hmm. I got to say M16, not yep. AR-15. Right. And then I shot a, um, a MP34, World War II German MP34, 9mm. That gun was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I shot, I think the last gun I shot was the uh, MG42.
0: And that was this year. Yes, this was this year. Yeah, the, the uh, last year I saw you did. Oh man, you put up a video of it. You did I, the the Glock 18. Yeah, I did. Or was uh, that a true Glock 18? No, or was it was that a converted okay. 17. Okay. And
1: yeah, real true Glock 18s are very rare, right. even in the manufacturer mm-hmm. uh, SOT world. Right. They're very rare. But so a lot of times, just converting a 17 is really easy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's if you look it up, it's it's really easy. Don't do it. Don't do it. But like unless, I said, unless in a legally, episode, unless legally you are allowed to do it, don't. Do right. It. Unless you're licensed, whatever. Right. but um yeah I mean last year oh god I shot a lot of guns last year <laughs> I shot the converted Glock 17 which is full auto with a mm-hmm. you know shoulder stock I shot a M1A1 Thompson uh in 45 I shot an AKS 74U the crank off the little 545 AK which is badass mm-hmm. I shot a uh FAL I shot a uh converted SVT-40, which is known as the AVT-40. That shoots 7.62, 54 rimmed, which is the, the Mosin, that's uh, Russian World War two, mm-hmm. And then... Um, geez, I'm trying to think back now. I should have had this written down. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, and then I shot... Uh, oh, I shot the uh, Steyr AUG last mm-hmm. year, and then I just remembered this year I also shot the
0: HKG-36, Yeah, which was badass. <laughs> so I saw in one of the videos they had, um, or one of the pictures that you had... Um, Somebody had, like, an RPG? Yeah, so the... Now, can you... Are you allowed to shoot the RPG? I asked about the RPG because I love RPGs. (laughs) Dude, I would love to shoot an RPG, man. The
1: guy there... Now, he was, a I guess, a dealer or a manufacturer. Mm -hmm. He said the RPG was live, but the rocket
0: was a dummy, which... Okay, okay. so you could fire it, but it's not going to explode.
1: Well, no, 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 no. So, it was just, like, an inert rocket. It doesn't fire, but... The RPG itself, the actual tube, the, right. was an actual registered destructive device. Oh, okay. But what they have is, um, and I forget the, the actual name of it, but what it is is, it's a Czechoslovakian. This was for an RPG seven. Mm. It, it's a it's a Czech trainer rocket. So basically, what it does is, it's an actual firearm, and it's a single shot. And what you do is, you put an AK round, a seven sixty by thirty nine round, in it. You put the rocket, the quote rocket. Mm-hmm into the RPG and what it does is it's a training aid so you you aim it and you fire it and it shoots the 762 by 39 and it has the similar trajectory as a RPG 7 round okay a, as a you know projectile so you with a registered destructive device RPG that's one option to shoot it because obviously you know people always joke around like you know oh I have an RPG but I can't shoot anything with it because you know the the ammunition doesn't exist for private citizens pretty much. Although some guy recently did make a black powder Panzerfaust, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's a whole separate thing. Right. So I saw that RPG. I was like,
0: dude. Yeah, you would love to shoot that. Oh my
1: God. And I was really wondering, like, all right, it's got to be at least like $1,000 to shoot that. But No, but it was inert. Uh, the round was inert, but the actual RPG was a live right. registered RPG. Pretty cool. Yeah, and you could do that. The cool thing about the NFA is that destructive devices in states that allow it, mm-hmm. you can manufacture a destructive device as a private citizen and mm-hmm. register it. Now, that destructive device can either be uh, an RPG, like re, re, R, reactivating an RPG and registering <laughs> it, but good luck finding the ammo, so it's be- just an expensive wall piece that you can't do anything with. Be- or...
0: People can make if you have... Listen, the, yeah. the fact that you could make a destructive device is just so incredible. Well, also just remember
1: a destructive I mean, so device cool. that is anything that's over 50 cal. Like, for example, a rifle mm-hmm. is anything that's over 50 caliber in barrel mm-hmm. diameter. So, right. for example, the Finnish L-39 anti-tank rifle right. is is a 20 millimeter. Right. That's technically a destructive device. And it's a semi-automatic, yeah. and you could get the ammo for it, so that's registered as a destructive device. The same mm-hmm. thing with the British uh, boys rifle right. anti-tank that's a... 55 caliber. Mm -hmm. Although some people rechamber it for 50, so they don't have to register it. Um, A lot of firearms, which is really eye opening, because like when you go to a place like this, you're like, holy shit, there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. Some of it's owned by dealers and manufacturers. Some of it's owned by private citizens. Right. Um, A couple of the machine guns I saw for sale there um, were an original, um, not um, not called Armalite AR-10, original one. Right. Uh, MP40. MP5, Ruger, AC556, which is the, the full auto Mini 14, a Thompson, and uh, I think like one I can't remember the others, but mm-hmm. um, right. yeah, it was definitely an experience, man. It was definitely an experience, a sight to behold.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm really, I'm hoping next year. Is it always on the same weekend?
1: Um, I think they do it twice a year, and okay. then there's various other ones. I mean, yeah. check wherever you are. I mean, there might be one near you or in like if you're in upstate New York there might Mm -hmm. be one in Pennsylvania or Vermont or something they're around and I feel like honestly if anybody's into history and guns you should definitely do it at least once in your life yeah
0: I don't know maybe like uh, maybe we'll go down the line and We'll get some shirts made that say uh, that'd be so cool man yeah, just it would like be. I don't know maybe there's people out there who go and,
1: and it's funny I tell people like you know I stick out like a sore thumb in, yeah. in rural Pennsylvania they see the <laughs> New York plate and they're like you came
0: all the way from New York I'm of like course. yeah and they're like oh man want to want to get a little taste of freedom
1: yeah and that's the whole thing man when you go to a place where firearms are normalized right? the culture around firearms are so oh, yeah. normalized to where oh people just shoot machine guns no yep. big deal yeah and it's really not a big deal yeah honestly and you know for people who don't know like I mentioned earlier machine guns can be owned by private citizens not in New York but in states that allow it um, they have to be made before 1986 and registered and papered is transferable among civilians there's other different categories like dealer samples which are allowed to be traded amongst dealers mm-hmm. post 86 samples pre 86 samples But for just the general population, a transferable machine gun is something you can buy. Right. And because there's a limited number of them and the registry was closed in 86, Mm -hmm. the demand is quite high and the prices are thus accordingly. Mm -hmm. So for... You know, full auto Thompson, you're going to pay anywhere from 20 to 30 grand. Full auto MP5, you're going to pay 30 to 40 grand probably. And you need
0: special permitting for those or It's, it's not a permit.
1: What it is or is a technically licensing. No, it's not a license. Yeah. Technically, it's just a tax that you have to pay to the to the government. Okay. So you Let's one, just say one time. Uh yeah, one okay. time, it's a transfer tax. Let's just yep. say John's Armory, you have an M16 for sale right. in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And I as a private citizen can buy I'm just using Pennsylvania, pick right. any state, Arizona. Yeah. I in Arizona can own a machine gun per the state laws. I mm-hmm. go to John's Armory and say, I want to buy that M sixteen for thirty grand, let's just mm-hmm. say. And he's like, Okay, what you're gonna do is you're gonna fill out this ATF form, you're gonna then submit it to the ATF along with a two hundred dollar transfer fee. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get back to you probably in like six to eight months with a tax paid stamp. Then I then you at John's Armory then transfer that to me gotcha. and then I possess it. Right. So, it's really not that different than
0: buying anything, any other firearm.
1: It's you just, just that, need
0: that extra piece of paper and a tax. Data. Right. And okay. the biggest
1: thing to a machine gun is the paperwork. If a gun doesn't have paperwork, stay the hell away yeah, from I it. I can only imagine. I mean, a lot of times it's unfortunate, but vets, you know, brought back stuff from the yeah. wars years ago and they just stashed in their attic. Oh, mm-hmm. I, that's my war trophy. What do I... You need paperwork for that? You know, yeah. back in my day...
0: And then you know. I wonder if, what the legalities are now. Like if you did have a war trophy and it was just up, you know, in an attic somewhere. Well, or, the legality is is that it's illegal. I it's mean, crazy. to be blatantly honest. But I mean, at one point when you brought it back, it was illegal. No, no. I mean, no, as a war after trophy? Yeah, because like, I don't know how like the war trophy stuff works. And, all right,
1: so after 19, it depends on the time period you're talking about. Yeah. After 1934, machine guns. I'm just talking machine guns. They need to right. be registered with the government, right? Okay. And then things that were brought back technically were illegal, but back then, nobody really gave a shit. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, oh, that's your war trophy. You earned it. Good for you. Right. It wasn't until the 60s where things were like, the government was like, hey, there's a lot of these out here. And <laughs> They realized some shit was up. So man. in 68, they sponsored an amnesty and put out a word that said, hey, anybody who has an unregistered machine gun... You can amnesty register it, no questions asked, just fill out the paperwork, send it in, and it'll be registered and papered. Some people were like, oh crap, dude, I could just register this, perfect. Me bringing it back from Vietnam was illegal, but if I amnesty register it, that doesn't matter. it's legal. It's now. legal. Yeah. And then some people were like, that's the government trying to get your guns. Don't do it, man. Don't give it to them. And now those people are kicking
0: their, <laughs> you know. They're... I love how you use, like, the guy, the voice for the guy who's, like, totally, like, sensible. No. Like, yeah, that's great. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And then the guy yeah, who you're yeah, like, yeah. who's a totally, you just know, tell, that's I the
1: government. Well, you know, just to <laughs> no. play, just, it just adds a character to it. But...
0: Stevie's over there shaking his head like, dude. I'm a very like... humorous kind of guy. What can I say? <laughs>
1: so <laughs> I, all right so i'll do it reverse <laughs> no don't i'll do it reverse how's that sound so the guy that registered is going yeah man i'm gonna register my gun and then the guy was like don't do it man it's the government trying to get a hold of you they're gonna take your guns don't do it tried very hard to use no accent at yeah all. okay well i'm from long no. island what do you want That's um fine. So yeah. yeah, so in sixty eight they sponsored Amnesty and people right. like for example from Vietnam they brought back a North Korean AK forty seven. Right. Which on today's market can go for like seventy five grand. Jeez, yeah. Man. And and now, you know, people back then I'm sure are kicking themselves. Yeah. So mm. it does happen all the time now that people find machine guns and, and other things, destructive devices. Mm. You know, somebody brought back like a, a Japanese knee mortar. Right. They call it a knee mortar, but it's you know, just a mortar they they didn't know what it was, but technically a mortar is considered a destructive device, just the tube. Mm-hmm. So that has to be registered. But right. not not getting too deep into that. You could look it up, but just anecdotal yeah. stories about that. Right, There's videos right. on YouTube about laws and legalities and stuff. But just seeing what is out there in people's private collections and also what dealers can manufacture, you know, you take a for example, let's just say you find Pappy's MP forty in, in the uh, in the in the in the attic. And yeah. Pappy was a war vet who passed away. You're going mm. through his stuff and you find a German MP40. Right. Legally, that gun is illegal. Technically, that gun is illegal. What do you illegal. do with it? Well, you could do two things. Now, me telling anybody this is not to be construed as legal advice. Yeah, it's not legal don't, advice. Just, yeah, don't mess around. Honestly, people online say, well, don't tell anybody about it. Okay. Right. You know, people on the internet, whatever. But... Honestly, there's two things you could do. You could contact the... AT- if, if there's no paperwork with mm-hmm. it, if there's paperwork with it, great. You could contact an attorney. They could start the transfer process. They they give it to somebody to hold on to with mm-hmm. the paperwork. Mm-hmm. If the If you don't find the paperwork with it, what you could do is contact the ATF and say, hey, I found this machine gun. I don't see any paperwork. You know, can we look it up? Sure. Give it to us. We'll look it up. And if there's no paperwork with it, we'll take possession of it, destroy it. And if there is paperwork with it, great. You get the gun back. We'll... Make sure it's transferred to you right. and whatever. Now you, you you run you know you gamble with that. If it's not papered, it's going to be destroyed. So what some savvy people do is they look up what the demilling regulations are on firearms. They demill it. I'm not going to tell you how or why, but you know they de- certain people again they demill it and then it just parts. Mm-hmm. And then you can even have it rebuilt as a legal semi-auto if right. your state allows it. Right. So getting into now the machine gun shoot I did see that some of the dealer guns they had were rewelds of formerly,
0: let's just say cut guns now is that if you did have a formally cut gun and rebuilt it is it now it becomes illegal technically if you rebuild it as a semi-auto and it's your a, state allows it's a it new, it's a brand it's new it's considered gun. a brand new gun right so you could essentially find one mm-hmm. there's parts kits online all the time you go going gun broker MP40 parts kit Thompson yeah. parts kit hypothetically yeah. you could find one in Pappy's you know basement yeah pull it out cut it in half well it has to be cut according to the oh, guidelines right. of okay the so you ATF follow and, the demailing yeah, process yeah. right however that is then right. now it's legal yeah because it's just parts. parts. Yeah. this is parts bring it to a gun shop yep guns they put it all back together for they you can reweld it as a semi-auto and now it's or f- legal it's a because it's now considered a brand new right it's a semi-automatic legal conversion if mm-hmm. your state allows it right. you can have it Okay, and then and, I'm assuming New York State does not allow anything. Um, like that. It does. I mean,
1: you could build uh, the, again. This gets into the gunsmith right. uh, episode that we yeah. had. A home built. P- people have a whole cottage hobby of mm-hmm. taking parts kits of, let's just say, World War II submachine guns mm-hmm. and making them into semi-automatic legal carbines or right. you know pistols. They they take the stock off and make it a pistol mm-hmm. if the state allows it. Yeah. But there's a whole hobby based around that. You know, re you know remilling old mm-hmm. guns. You know. Yeah. It's a really, and that's how a lot of times we have these things preserved. Yeah. How history is preserved. Unfortunately, if a gun is cut or plugged, for example, um, I had a gun that I brought to the gunsmith recently, and Mm -hmm. the barrel, the end of the barrel was all welded up. Yeah. Well, it was a Mosin, right? Yeah. It was was a Mosin. Mosin. Yeah. Yeah. And they took that, they they chopped the end of the barrel off, you know, it was still over 16 inches, and they recrowned it, they refaced it, and yeah, yeah, the gun looks a little weird at the barrel, but it's a piece of history that's saved. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there was also things, you know, getting, you know, getting deep into it, there was also things called DWATs, registered DWATs, which is a deactivated firearm. Back mm. in the day, they would say, all right, well, you could plug the barrel on this machine gun, register it as a DWAT for free as long as it's registered. Yeah. And then it's fine. It doesn't work. Well, nowadays, if you have a DWAT, like Ian McCollum from Forgotten Weapons did, he had a DWAT, he bought a DWAT show And basically, it was a paper DWAT. And the barrel was plug welded. He mm-hmm. just swapped out the barrel, and you could re-register a
0: a DWAT as an active because it was already papered, right. and now it's a it's a registered transferable. So basically, if you find it, you just need and there's no paperwork. You just need to start a paper trail somewhere legally.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, no, not legal advice. Don't take anything I say as legal advice. Don't do anything I say. But you know, there are options. Like right. technically, people know that the receiver of a firearm is the part that matters. Yeah. You know, like in a newsie. The Receiver, if it's fully automatic, all well, the other pieces are just parts. Same thing with an AR 15, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you know, you put two and two together on that. That's you know, that's your own opinion. Yeah. But getting back to the machine gun shoot, so right. the reason why I segue into this is people think machine guns are illegal, people think that they're oh, you, you can't have a machine gun. No, you can, mm-hmm. people collect them, and it's a very vibrant collecting hobby. That people with a lot of money get into. Um, There's also manufacturers that manufacture machine guns for use for law enforcement, export. um, And a lot of that was represented. You know, you see a brand new HKG 36. You're like, well, you know, how how does he have that? I thought people couldn't have machine guns made after 86. Well, they're a manufacturer and dealer and they have the licenses that allows them to have that. And they let me shoot that for $30. Yeah. (laughs) It was cool. Badass.
0: What's like the coolest gun that you saw there? I know, I know you had your favorite one, but what Um, do you what like just just like you know? I think what's some of the
1: coolest shit that you've seen at that machine gun shoot? I think honestly, I have a video of it. Guys were shooting off M134 miniguns, which is a 308 fully
0: automatic rotating barrel. Yep, you know, there was two guys and they were just. They they just ran them at the same time yeah. simultaneously. For those of you who might not know what a minigun is, did they use it in a Terminator movie, right? Yeah, yeah, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger, yeah. you know Hollywood, but it's yeah Hollywood, but I mean that's essentially what it looks
1: like, right? You know, right. It's something that was mounted on like helicopters and right. aircraft, and it's basically a Gatling gun that's electrically powered and shoots anywhere from two. Th-
0: 2,000 to 6,000 rounds a minute of 308. It's funny because when you watch the video, you could see there's like a little ejection tube collecting all the brass, and it's just like... Just the showering it's just, yeah, brass. Hundreds of dollars oh of ammunition God. just in seconds. Um, I think so. Those
1: were really cool to see because... you. When when are you gonna see those? Yeah. Like when? Off.
0: Not even like when are you gonna see it? But when are you gonna see it functional? Right. Being Shooting, fired. Like you might see it yeah. in a
1: museum or something. Or... Now, were
0: you were you able to shoot that one if you wanted no. to? Okay. No, that was, was a private
1: a, collection. Well, I don't think it was a private collection. I think that was specifically like a dealer or a manufacturer right. that just brought to display to shoot. Because so. yeah. they also had a couple of dishka having machine guns, which was really cool to see because you don't see those. You know, there was a lot of guns that you you just don't see unless it's in a movie, on TV, on the news, in some war torn country. Right. You know. Um, after that, it was definitely the variety of 50 caliber M2 machine guns. There was some anti aircraft mm-hmm. M2s that had a higher rate of fire right. than just the normal M2s. Um, some guy, I didn't, I don't think I got any pictures of it, but they had like a Hotchkiss machine guns, uh, Japanese type. Uh, I forget. Oh, God, I'm terrible with the Japanese guns. Yeah. Uh, Japanese uh, light machine gun. Um, I mean, just all manner of just small arms. Uh, one guy was shooting a cut-down MG42, you know, and he was holding it just at the hip, just belt, you know. And I mean, like I said, the coolest oh, gun I saw, one of them was a Sturmgewehr, because wh- where are you going to see a Sturmgewehr that's actually shooting? You know, you'll mm-hmm. see one in a museum or in a movie or online,
0: but, you know, seeing that being shot, you're like, wow, that... Just just seeing it being shot, you're like, wow, that is cool. great. Right. Yeah, and it's you not know. just like seeing things, but it's like hearing it, feeling it. I mean, people people might not realize like oh, you can man. feel guns go off, you know? Oh man, I was behind a guy that was just
1: unloading on a fifty uh Barrett M one oh seven, uh the, the fifty caliber semi auto. That thing was rattling my teeth, man. Yeah. And he was just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> just ten rounds of just fifty BMG. Net, yeah. Like just and you know, like I said, to really feel that experience that was definitely definitely very humbling yeah. like I know I would not want to be on the other end of those fucking mini guns oh no no <laughs> oh, no no no, man. no no um a lot of you know like I said old guns new guns and yeah. it was just completely normal you know yeah, it was not it was not this you know evil media oh the the assault weapons are killing everyone mm. and also like I said it was like the safest place on earth at that time
0: yeah that's pretty cool
1: <laughs> it is it is and I think to anybody out there who's really interested in in events like this, look them up. They're all around the country. You know, they're not like they might not be advertised like you know like a, a Bon Jovi concert. So I don't know why I said Bon Jovi. Jesus, uh, it was like the first person that come to mind for some reason. But um, they might not be advertised like a huge concert, but you know, yeah. they're definitely out there.
0: Now, if you own one, would you
1: just be able to show up there? Yeah, you you basically like the, from the way it looked, you could rent like a tent space mm-hmm. to set up to shoot. Yeah.
0: Um I also people can, were Now well, can you operate as like let's say you were a private person who had you know, machine guns. And then you just wanted to like sell the, amu- the ammo to, to, to people to fire their gun. Are you like, are you allowed? I don't know if you know. I mean, my
1: thought on that is I wouldn't just because the prices of transferable privately owned machine guns are so expensive. Yeah. You know, like I said, a Thompson's 30 grand. You're going to hand somebody something that's worth 30 grand that you mm, don't maybe. know from like a hole in the wall. Also, there's like a liability. Like, what if they break a gun? You know? Mm. I think it's more of just a liability with that. Um, so you personally wouldn't do it, but you can. You, know, you can, exactly. yeah. I mean, I'm stopping you. It's a free yeah. country, but yeah, yeah I, I don't yeah. know if I do that, man. Like, if somebody, like, jacks up your gun or drops it and breaks something, especially some of the stuff I was seeing was really, like, yeah. historic. Like, really, you know, um, you know, like I said, Japanese light machine guns. Like, they're not mm-hmm. really that many of them around, right. you know? Um, but yeah, that's why a lot of it was manufacturers that were, and, and dealers that... Had post-sample uh, machine guns that they manufactured or built themselves, converted themselves. That you know, you could take it as a manufacturer. Um, you could take a an AR-15 off the shelf, legally convert it to an M16. So you have you know four hundred dollars in an M in an AR-15. You convert it to an M16 and rent it out all day. Doesn't matter if it gets broken. It's just you know you can legally do it, mm-hmm. and it's very minimally very minimal invested to for yeah. a rate of return. There must be like
0: a some sort of Pretty decent business model. You could. There are, um, for
1: example, like places in Vegas, like Battlefield Vegas yeah. and the gun store. That's what they do. They convert machine guns to rent out to people. And mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, it, is it is a legitimate reason if you want to become a manufacturer of firearms to say, hey, I want to have a gun rental business. At are a they range now? Are
0: those resellable?
1: Only to other dealers, not to the not right. to citizens. Gotcha. So, and there's stipulations to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not to get into it too much. You could look it up, but. There's stipulations to whom they could sell it to on a dealer level, mm-hmm. law enforcement. Um, if you're a dealer going out of business, you could sell off your inventory to another dealer without needing certain criteria. Yeah. It gets into a whole, a whole big thing. Yeah, I hope I didn't bore too many people with the, 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 laws. Well, you want to talk about machine guns, and, and I'm here talking about laws. Well, I mean, it all applies, man. It does. I mean, it does. Um, and that's like I said, just common misconception. People think that you can't have machine guns, and well, but you can. Yeah. You can. <laughs> and you can let people shoot them and mm-hmm. there it's really honestly something i wish that the government would reopen the registry just because there are a lot of examples of people people's guns out there that they find in the attic that they're like well i'm not going to tell anybody about this and then risk going to jail federal prison it's 10 years and a right. $100,000 fine if you get caught with an unregistered machine gun
0: yeah. And they will put you in oh, yeah, the paper and on mm-hmm. all the social media. Look, man mean, with arsenal yeah, and man. machine gun. Yeah, there's like a hundred rounds on the table. Man yeah. with arsenal and full of right. assault rifles. I mean, right. Yeah, and I just case. think from a historical perspective, like a
1: lot of this needs to be saved. And, you know, it's like, well, what if you donate it to a museum? Technically, you can't. If it's not papered, mm. it's not registered, it has to be destroyed. Right. And a museum can't take it. And there, there's certain ways you could do it. And... There was there's actually, there was um, museums that were trying to lobby Congress to create a museum federal firearms license. So a museum, if, if that's the case, a museum mm-hmm. would be able to take these guns, yep. keep them in the collection, and have them at least registered and papered in a way to where you could display them mm-hmm. and, you know, not shoot them, whatever, but keep the historical preservation of these firearms alive and well. Right. And it's, you know... It's a, it's a real shame though that seeing some people's guns are going to have to get destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> but honest oh um I, oh no, wait a minute. Uh, I just thought of another gun I shot at the last machine gun shoot, an MP40. I was talking mm-hmm. about an MP40 earlier. Yeah. yeah, I shot the MP40 which I actually like better than the Thompson. To be completely honest. Really? Yeah. The MP40 is in nine millimeter. The yeah. Thompson is in forty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, the MP40 was a lot smoother. It was a lot easier to, to handle. Like to like you shoot it and it's like it has a slower rate of fire. Yeah. The forty-five, you know, you could control it obviously, but it was just like the bolt on that was just so clunky. It, mm-hmm. It's an open bolt, so people mm-hmm. don't know what an open bolt is. You pull the bolt to the rear and it stays to the rear. When you pull the trigger, that's when the bolt. Goes forward, chambers the cartridge, and it fires. Mm-hmm. So there's hang time from when you pull the trigger to where where the gun fires. Right. So um, I I happen to like the MP40 a little better. Nine millimeter was a better choice for a submachine gun.
0: It's smoother. It's lighter. The, MP, the MP5 shoots what round? Nine millimeter. Oh, as well. You said forty-five before. Oh. Yeah, the Thompson shoots the forty five. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about
1: the MP forty, not the MP5. Oh, the MP forty. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Both guns of World War II. German okay, and okay, okay. America. I misheard you. Then. Yeah. No. And then even the MP five that I shot this yeah. past weekend. It was the MP5 SD. It was suppressed. It felt like a 22. Yeah. And honestly, like, as cool as a gun it was, right. I was expecting like like a lot more from it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It was weird. Like, I'm just like, this feels like a a twenty-two. Yeah. Maybe it's so good of a gun that it's like you're just like that's yeah. That's what a good gun's supposed yeah, to be so, like.
0: Yeah, so saw the video of that, and it's I was, like I wasn't terribly
1: impressed. I mean, it, it was.
0: It doesn't even look that fun to shoot.
1: It was. I feel like maybe if it didn't have a suppressor on, it would have it been a little like, more brrr, fun. And it was all Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean, like I said, maybe it's just so good at what it does, it's just like it's. It just sounded really smooth. Like yeah, it, high, it almost sounded like high performance. Yeah, kind know? of. Like, yeah. yeah, if that makes any sense to anybody. Yeah,
1: no, it was really smooth, really controllable, really easy to shoot um and i just felt like to me i don't know i kind of like things a little wily like like i said my favorite gun to shoot was the m14 which that was that was a lot of fun right um and then we'll have video of all this also because i did take some video yeah Um, Uh, captain
0: stevie is gonna put together some cool video yeah yeah i everything together (laughs)
1: and i know i'm just kind of going on and on about shit here but it's it's one of those things that you really have to 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 experience yeah if you're a gun guy or, or girl there was families and kids there yeah, as well. you could be
0: an NY gun guy or
1: an NY gun girl yes yes <laughs> Um, no no discrimination yeah, here. Yeah. but honestly it was just one of those things where I am definitely gonna go to another one probably in a year yeah I'm gonna and, try and go yeah now there's also one thing which I'd like to to address is um, for example as a New York resident going to a different state they had the machine gun shoot um, things for sale, like magazines and parts. Well, you know, certain magazines that might be sell- for sale there is not legal in New right, York. Right. So you could look, but you cannot buy and bring home. So, you know, you have to make sure of that as well. There's still certain things you have to do if you want to stay compliant in New York. As cheap as, you know, $20 mags might be, 30 rounders. You know, you right. just got to leave them there. Just say, not today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sad. You know. <laughs> it is.
0: Um, did you have any questions about machine guns, John? I, I mean, don't think so. I mean, we just wanted to get, you know, just hear a little bit about, about your experience, you know? Yeah. Do, you, do you think this is something that people should do? Oh, of course. oh, 100%, man. Like, do you think it's worth the money for someone who's into guns? And
1: I think it's worth the money. It can't be an all-the-time thing because, right. I mean, it's just, you know, picture how
0: quick a 30-round mag goes in full auto. I mean, right. It, I mean, you're talking about like $30 for maybe two a seconds. couple seconds of... Yeah, of, of, of enjoyment. But and, and, I mean, but, it's something you'll, you'll remember forever.
1: Right. And now, the, the event that I went to this past weekend was really packed, a lot of people. But the event that I went to the previous year, last year, was just one manufacturer. Like I said, they were DNA... The, the manufacturer was DNA guns. Very awesome. And they were just, just them in a private range. And, I, you know, I was looking at the racks of guns. They had them all out just on display... Mm -hmm. And I asked the guy I'm like Hey can I Can I check out that gun He's like Yeah yeah You can pick it up Take pictures with it Just don't point at anybody I'm like Sweet So I'm like I'm holding a Lewis gun Oh I shot a Lewis gun This weekend too Mm. How could I forget About the Lewis gun (laughs) Holy shit (laughs) I shot so many guns I'm like going nuts I got a picture It just reminded me The first year that I did it I had a picture of me Holding a Lewis gun And Lewis gun Was a World War I air-cooled 303 caliber, you know, machine gun. And the cool thing about it was it used aluminum, which at the time was really, really rare and, mm-hmm. you know, high-tech at space age. And it has a really cool way that it cools the barrel by pressure differential. But anyway, it's a really big and impressive gun. So I picked yeah. the thing up and I'm holding it and we're taking pictures. And, um, you know, it's just a really cool event. Uh, it's a really cool event to go to. And I was taking pictures with, you know, RP, RPKs and, um, I mean, all these other you know heavy machine guns and submachine yeah. guns and
0: so let me ask you this if somebody wanted to go to the same event you went to where do they find this information
1: um facebook you can check out the page the the, the, the shooting range is called the shooter's gauntlet okay also um like i said big shout out to dna, DNA guns, guns yeah. they're on facebook very right. cool guys and um they were very professional very mm-hmm. friendly very you know mm-hmm. just very safe yeah And um, they had a really good selection of stuff um yeah they're also on facebook and instagram and like i said if you're not from the area new york area and you just happen to be listening just you know just type in machine gun shoot pennsylvania machine gun shoot florida machine gun shoot and i'm sure there's 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 plenty around
0: machine gun shoot california (laughs) (laughs) probably not
1: that's that's you know that's la (laughs) machine gun shoot la yeah pretty much
0: machine gun shoot portland yeah oh god yeah yeah man
1: it was a fun atmosphere, though. Lots of uh, like-minded people. And uh, the the head range officer even made a joke at one point. He's like, oh, with all these cars on fire, it looks like Portland out there. Yeah. I mean...
0: Yeah, that's actually pretty cool, too, because how many places can you go where you can, like, blow oh, shit up? I
1: was just shooting at this car yeah. that was just engulfed
0: in flames. Yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: the first year, last year that I went, um, they had a car that they put gasoline and tannerite in, and you could... <laughs> You know they had a they had an M two fifty cal and, and they had tracers in it and yeah. you could it set off the fire and you know I'm shooting I'm shooting at a car that's on fire I mean it's just badass man that's really cool
0: and um yeah it was definitely that's something that you would probably never be able to do here in no, New York God no you know and you
1: know I actually brought this up recently to a dealer um, to a, 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 a an FFL here in, in Suffolk I was telling him going to the machine gun shooting, he was really interested I'm like honestly you know what's to stop a, a company from even going to, like, Calverton shooting range, let's just say. For people on Long Island who no know Calverton, you kind of know what it's about. I mean, what's to stop somebody from bringing, let's just say, an MP5, an M16? So something not anything crazy, but just, right. you know, having, like, a, a shooting day where they bring out a gun, and right. I guess it's, like, a
0: liability thing. I don't know. Insurance, neighbors, noise complaints. Yeah, I'm curious what, if you own, like, a lot of land, Yeah, you know, somewhere... Upstate um, New York perhaps? You know, upstate or I mean even Long Island you can there's parts where you can own Yeah. But, but, I mean, you, you look at Calverton. I mean mm-hmm. that guy owns acres of land, you know. I know, and what's at Calverton stopping... they do uh DA department of homeland security right. training, so there are full autos yeah. that are shot there. So what's stopping like so let's say you did own several acres upstate, what's stopping you from like blowing up a car there? Probably insurance, liability I don't know. I don't know about upstate, Yeah, but, but... you're free to not... I mean, I'm not, I'm not even talking about operating as, like, a commercial business oh, doing right. that. Just you as your own... Pro- you I mean, on your own, own land. I'm sure you can do it, I mean, but... I'm sure someone somewhere hmm. will come up with some, some code oh, to fucking... Oh, EPA, Yeah, definitely re- the, well, the EPA. You fucking oh, burning the... F- <laughs> Probably breathing in cancer. Yeah, the pictures that I had of just yeah. walking up, it was just billows of black yeah. smoke and uh, gun smoke. It's cool. We're smoke. gonna post the pictures. And... Yeah, but honestly, uh, you know, I
1: would really like to see that around here. I think even just a small day of just you know shooting some some submachine guns, even yeah. you know, there's not too much noise associated with it. I would really like to see maybe like a Long Island machine gun shoot. Yeah, I would and that love would to be see cool. It, but um,
0: I don't think we're ever gonna see it, man. No, I don't think no. we're ever gonna see it. And anymore. that's the
1: unfortunate thing. That's why I drove five hours to PA where right. it was you know land of the free yeah pretty much <laughs> where you could you know watch a minigun blow up a fucking car yeah I mean, not, <laughs> it's not you know it's it's cool wow, it's, it's cool f- stuff badass, unfortunately
0: man. we're we can't do that here it's right it's sad you know
1: yeah, it is but so. i highly recommend it i know i've said it like five or six times but of course definitely recommend it um and like i said for any
0: history buff or any firearms enthusiasts it's just definitely something to experience yeah for sure all right, cool. All right. You have anything else you want to talk about with the, with, with anything like that? Or no, machine, I mean, or?
1: like I said, if you're curious about laws regarding ownership of certain types of firearms, definitely do your research. Like I said, mm. anything I said in this podcast, I'm not an attorney. Don't take anything I, I right. say as legal advice. Got to say that again. Right. And. There is some great videos. I know Ian from Forgotten Weapons did a good video with the guy from Morphe's Auctions where mm-hmm. actually I got a lot of my info from mm-hmm. um, about NFA machine guns. What do I do if I find a machine gun? Yeah. And, um, you know, don't believe everything that's written online. Right. Don't take the advice yeah, of some don't guy forget, on ARF. If, you know. Like,
0: anybody can go on a forum and write anything. Oh, yeah. It doesn't, and, and even if they, you know, have done their research, they've read... It's only based on their understanding and their reading of a exactly. certain law. Exactly. And you have to understand that the people, he's not the guy prosecuting you. Oh, yeah. He's also not the guy who's going to be defending you in court. bailing on your ass out. You at, know, or paying you know. for your legal fees just because yeah. he has an understanding. Because there's, you know, there's laws where yeah. people are like, well, that's not how I read it. Machine so. guns are no uh, joke. You know, the right. feds
1: don't fuck around. This yeah. isn't just your little AR-15. This yeah. is like the real deal. Yeah, this is real. So, so. all right. Yeah, man.
0: That's right, pretty much cool. it. Good talk. I think we're gonna we're gonna release this one like midweek.
1: Yeah, we're right? gonna. I like we said in the beginning of the episode. I feel like um, certain things warrant maybe like a midweek release yeah. or something that happens, a new law that's possibly introduced, right. or maybe as things get closer to elections.
0: Yeah, you and know. We'll, I think at this point, we always said that maybe we would do because we discussed doing more than one episode a week, and we always said like you know maybe when we're getting like you know a hundred views on an episode. Right. then we would kind of we're, we're really like scraping that yeah you know, no, we're scraping we're like close. We're, we're averaging like in the mid 80s in and you know mm-hmm. on the first couple days and then after the first few days we're really like the first week and you know we're getting into the the hundred yeah. downloads which so, i definitely
1: like to thank everybody for checking oh, yeah, out man. and um, um you please know please
0: share yeah. share it with people yeah definitely put it out there if you know if I know some people don't like to share some of their stuff just because like they might have family members who aren't gun people or whatever. Look, if you share places, right. Instagram, and Facebook. And honestly, what's so bad about two people just talking? Yeah. <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, you mm-hmm. know, all these different places. Give us a share. It really, yeah. really, really, really helps. Yeah, man. really for helps. Sure. For sure. You know, and it really... It, it kind of... We're not getting any money out of this. No, God, we're no. nowhere even near... <laughs> we're not doing it for the money. We're nowhere even near we what ju- we would even need to do. We just you know? got
1: a table in this room. <laughs> we just got a table in here. It's
0: funny, man. We, uh, you know, we were just sitting in, like, my spare room. Yeah. And, you know, we were... Taylor and I are, like, really into music. We happen to just have recording equipment. Yeah. You know? And, um... He he was just like, hey, like let's do it, and I was like, well, we don't have to really buy anything, so yeah, we might as well fuck just it. fucking do it. Yeah. And we're just like sitting in two chairs across from each other, and now we, you know, we added a table today, and we we, we feel like table. we feel almost a little more professional oh, man know. It feels it, <laughs> fucking like a forty dollar folding table yeah, not that even. we had, and yeah, so uh, it's funny, man. Yeah. But yeah, everything, you know we really appreciate it man we love taylor's always sending me screenshots of like the comments and everything yeah, all the feedback and, and, and it really and means a lot to us when we yeah, see stuff like that because sure you know it's it's one thing for us to talk to ourselves but it's uh, another yeah. thing when people are seeing it and yeah. they're like people you know yeah, listen to it Yeah, let's do it at work, yeah, um, it at work. Um, you guys are doing a great job we really 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 appreciate it so yeah, please sure. share us tell your friends tell your family if they're into that type of stuff so yeah. definitely appreciate that all right that's cool that's pretty much it john all right taylor all right. Thanks, John. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We uh, will see you next time. Sounds good. Later. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to today's episode at the NY Gun Guys Podcast. We do release a new episode every Monday. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at NYGunguys. Please give us a like, a follow, and a share. If you have any feedback or a suggestion for a future episode, definitely send us an email at info at nygunguys.com. We'll see you next time. Be safe out there.